Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with Comic Todd Mondesi. Todd Mondesi, how the hell are you? Hey, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Long, it's been a long time. I've been totally wanting you to be on my show because you just are the comic fucking beast, man. You got like 80,000 shows and your recent one had, what, 100 comics in 100 minutes. What the fuck? Was that yesterday? Yeah, yeah that was on Wednesday, last Wednesday. It was, uh, we had our uh, 12-year anniversary for our UGG comedy show brand. Yeah. And uh, basically, we do like a live show every year where we'd have like, we have an open stage for comics and everyone does like five minutes of a nice packed audience but since obviously due to covid we had to change it up so instead we did like sort of like 100 comics in 100 minutes and uh we streamed it online and we're gonna post um we're gonna we're gonna post it up on youtube like kind of zazz it up a little bit and we'll give hopefully the comics like imdb credits from it it was a fun <laughs> <laughs> imdb credits yeah you're on imdb that's fucking pimp yeah yeah man yeah yeah just uh just gotta keep doing the comedy man i mean you know can we curse oh yeah please do and so like yeah first of all yeah take me through all your many shows i know you have so i know you had that well ug comedy show but you also have i mean you're 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 with split split screening comics like several new comics like daily and shit so just how many shows do you have and then do you have a new sitcom that might or might not star joe pontillo ah i love joe pontillo yes (laughs) joe pontillo is one of my favorites he actually he's like one of my editors like my co-editors for the PN and Friends project. And basically, uh, so all right, I'll try to recount whatever, everything I'm doing right now. So yeah, every sure. night I do an IG live chat show called the UG Comedy Show Quarantine Live. Okay. And that's at 10 p.m. Eastern on the UG Comedy Show page on Instagram. Yeah. And it's basically an hour where uh, I interview and chat like comedians, performers, and we just shoot the shit, you know? But it's fun because like, it kind of, it's, like it's like sort of an interactive podcast. Okay. Where we talk and then like the, the the people watching, like I'll I'll interact with the people watching and like ask their, bring in their questions and stuff. So it's really fun. It's kind of like, sort of like radio meets podcast meets sort of like, you know, confessional and stuff. So it's pretty fun. It's actually pretty fun. And uh, we're, we're doing it every night still. I mean, I, I was thinking I was going to do it like maybe like maybe a couple of months, but then because of the momentum and that we're building up a, a solid ecosystem, I've just been keeping on doing it since... You know, there's no life. There's basically no nightlife anymore in New York. I mean, there is, <laughs> but it's limited to like 11 o'clock. Okay. So it's like there's no like after hours. So basically, yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm a I'm a nocturnal person. So I'm like all about the nightlife. Wow. So, after so this that, this initially you were just gonna do this thing during quarantine, but now I mean, so I mean, just every night you're like, I I don't have to sustain this very long quarantine will last five seconds. But even though it's lasting six seven months, you're doing this shit nightly for the, for the entire time. I mean, there's an audience. I have an audience and stuff, and it's like, uh, I mean, it's it's a pain in the ass producing an outdoor show. We recently did that for our anniversary, and it's like, I could get 20 people basically just sitting at home and like doing my thing and like producing it at home from my computer, then like try to hustle 20 people like outside and then like, you know, at a park where you're performing in the middle of a bike lane where you're trying to get momentum telling jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I just like, I figured, you know what? Let me just bolster my ecosystem since I built it up and just focus on that. And then when things get stable, hopefully, as when I say stable, I mean society-wise, hopefully it might be 10 years from now, I don't know, at least we'll build up a good cachet and a good, like, you know, sort of brand where we could, like, transition to, like, all right, maybe we could do an UGG comedy club. Maybe we could do this or that or that, you know? 
Yeah. And so, I mean, was it easy to recruit from that kind of base of people? You know, you're doing several comics a night during quarantine for months. And so was it totally easy to get a hundred comics in a hundred minutes? Well, you know, the problem is though, here's the thing. Like I was planning to do it, but like I booked it last minute because like I was busy editing my PN and friends episode coming out the 20th episode, which is going to be insane because like uh, we not just, we have like, uh, I, I use cameo to get like celebrities on my show, on my website. <laughs> like, like Anthony Scaramucci, who used to yeah. work for Trump, is like yeah. a character in our show. And like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's That's ridiculous. funny. That's great, man. Great, great idea. Yeah. So basically in the next episode, we have like an all-star cast. We have like Chuck Norris. <laughs> we have Randy. I saw the drawing. You did the sweet drawing of all these people and I had no fucking clue. Like this is the first I'm hearing that that's not just a drawing of somebody who's going to play Chuck Norris. You're actually going to have Chuck fucking Norris. Oh yeah. 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 We have him by a cameo. And it's pretty hilarious. We also and, have... and you know, you have him because he's already shot it. He's already yes. kind of sent you the cameo and you've already paid. Yeah. Yep. 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 We've already paid for Chuck Norris. And you know, it's, it's hilarious. He's such a sweet guy. And you know, growing up like the uh, eighties and all that stuff as a kid, eighties, nineties, Chuck Norris is such an institution as a pop culture figure. Yeah. It like, I know people go like, oh, why shoot a web series? Why do this and that? This makes it worth it. Just to have Chuck Norris <laughs> working with me in the 2020. Yeah, my like, Lord. Who, who would have thought? Like, you never would have dreamed that big. Like, I can have <laughs> Chuck Norris on speed dial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only do we have Chuck Norris in the episode, we have Randy Couture, yeah. former MMA champion. Wow. And Eric Roberts as well, and, and us as well as Anthony Scarry. Eric fucking Roberts, is he like 80, 80 years old by now? He's older, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a little younger than Chuck Norris, though. He's like, Chuck Norris <laughs> is 80. Eric Roberts is like around 60 or so, but yeah. The PN and Friends is actually, you know, you and Joe and other comics, but also this uh, all-star cast from Cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, PN and Friends is about a, it's, basically, it's a, it's a sitcom about like a man child that's trying to be a man. He's like a dork. He's like this like weird, like basically like a Charlie Brown figure where like bad things continually happen to this like sunshiny, lawful good character this lawful good guy and then apparently there's like this huge conspiracy coming up where it's just like wait one second is this lawful good guy like a clone or is he like a hero or is he a displaced thing and it ends up being this weirdo like story and we're kind of developing it for that right now so it's like it starts out as like a normal silly sitcom and it, it progresses into like this like battle between good and evil where like this dork is ending up like has to be like the savior of like his universe and know? did it shape up to be kind of you know like did it start with okay this guy's just a you know a charlie brown figure where everybody, everything bad's going to happen to him and did it only get sci-fi or absurdist or, or with a huge universe of of huge conspiracy shit because you were like oh fuck we have all these people on cameo how do we tie all this together because it must be difficult to tie together, you know, uh, Eric Roberts and uh, Chuck Norris and Scaramucci. Well, you know, the funny thing about the show, the show is so, like, I take a lot of inspiration from, like, uh, sitcoms like South Park okay. and, like, and like um, old school sitcoms, too, like uh, the Norman Lear sitcoms, where it's social commentary, but also, like, satire. So it's easy to do. Like, for example, we did an episode where it's called The Bottle Episode, where PN is basically trying to, like... Uh, Basically, his uncle Groper, who's a gangster rapper, who also lives in a back room, they're poor, right? <laughs> uh, he threw out PN's lucky water bottle. So PN's the type of guy that only uses one water bottle. Like, you know, like when you have like a, like a, 
like uh, when you reuse your water bottle to drink water and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, that's me, absolutely. A PA has been using the same water bottle for like, I don't know, eight years or so. <laughs> and it's lucky water bottle. So then Groper throws it away and then PN starts like a mini tr tribunal about like, you know, who's right or who's wrong about throwing a lucky water bottle. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's stupid insanity. And so it's kind of like Seinfeld. And also the fact that we did it in like one room it's also a wink wink to like the bottle episode it's called the bottle episode yeah i, I saw a think piece kind of ranking all the bottle episodes so that was interesting to me but like so on the tribunal is, is that the people you got from cameo no it's basically the characters in the show this is before we started using cameo okay so basically like pn is like uh you know he's 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 trying to get groper to pay him back for throwing away his lucky water bottle and it's <laughs> like 10 minutes of ridiculousness we're like just pay him the one dollar for a new water bottle right at the end it's like besides the point you know it's my lucky water it's my property it's it's theft of property and a respect aspect to it you know yeah and it's like a whole like you know it, it's kind of seinfeldian in a way but like seinfeldian to the absurdity but yeah. then like so basically like in the first like year we did it like the first 10 episodes we kind of built up the universe and it got weirder and weirder and weirder and to the point where now there's like sort of like a uh, a clone that's like out there like basically this the clone idea started out because like someone was like making like a, P, a fake pn page and trying to pretend to be pre-pn <laughs> and then we kind of like ran with it which is kind of hilarious <laughs> this is also based on like someone also doing like fake pages of me a as a character and then like posting up as me and like adding me as a friend and it was so hilarious that it became like part of like how creepy is it like maybe like like some like a sentient spam bot like it's impersonating you and all of a sudden and all of a sudden you start thinking to yourself which is real what if that person's real and i'm not real what if that's like the real you know what i'm saying oh i love that and are you pn in this universe yeah yeah i play pn yeah that's the character i create wow it's yeah. a hot that that's up to 20 episodes how often do you release uh about once a month okay and then joe joe, pa joe pontillo is juiced in man that's what that's one of the funnier tweeters there is man oh i love joe joe's amazing i think it's just kind of annoying that Joe's not like on TV, like with his own sitcom or something like that. Cause he's so creative, so yeah. talented. And it's kind of annoying that like the industry doesn't like recognize guys like him. Cause he's also, he's a hard worker. He's like, yeah. ass, you know what I'm saying? And he doesn't, he's, he's not pretentious and stuff. And yeah, he's likable. I just, it's again, you know what? That's the thing. The industry like has its favorites because they want to, they want to keep on putting out people who like, are promoting their system their little ecosystem yeah. you know obviously you know there's always uh you know what you call that there's like uh there's like an establishment and there's always going to be an anti-establishment and you know what i what the anti-establishment coming up right about now like there's so much talented people out there like i'm like you know what great if you're not going to use these talented people i'll fucking put them in my team and then we're just going to blow you out you know what I'm saying? yes yes you are the leader of the anti-establishment if there can be one yeah. Yes. I, I am. I am. I am Antifa. Apparently. Antifa, <laughs> Antifa and 4chan at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I mean, when, when the world opens up, I mean, you're going to do like a UG comedy club. I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that. You know, I mean, it's a pain in the ass though, but I mean, like, uh, it's, it's definitely going to happen. I mean, it's definitely going there. I definitely think, cause like the show has been going on for so long and it has its own branding and like, it's definitely going to happen. It's going to end up being like a danger fields type thing, you know, and I, I might be like, I might be a little old, but it's definitely going to happen. The only thing is, I'm pushing for the PN right now because I want to get PN on a bigger platform. Yeah. So doing these episodes have been like my sort of 
that's been my main concern. And then like everything else hopefully is like promoting like the branding and all the aspects of it, you know? Can you, can you get on people's network like Chris Gethard or whatever his name is? Cause I know he's, he's building up the, what planet scum into a network. Uh, I haven't really got in touch with them. Uh, I know, I know of them, but like, I haven't really, I've been kind of like developing my own ecosystem. You know, I don't know if it's just me being like sort of an, not an asshole, but me just being the type of person's like, Hey, I'm just as good. Cause I've been doing stand up for like 22 years since I was like 17, you know? Okay. <laughs> so you're like, fuck Chris Gethard. I'm Chris Gethard. What are you talking about? I'm Todd Modesty. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, how do you, is it nationwide? Like are all these comics you're getting for the hundred and a hundred or the UG quarantine live? Like are these nationwide? Or are you focusing on mostly New York? Uh, I think it's not just nationwide, international. We had some Canadians there too. And wow. like while we were doing the, uh, the, pan the quarantine episodes earlier, we were getting comics from all over the world. We got like, we were getting comics from China. We're getting comics from New Zealand, Ireland and stuff. I had to like, I had to bolster down because I was like, you know, when, when things started opening up here, I was like, yeah, I can't really like, cause I, cause it was just, it was just too much work. You know what I'm saying? And also it was hard getting like, uh, getting comics booked is already hard enough, but getting comics booked from like international waters where like, I think it was like a comic in Qatar I was trying to get. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm doing too much. Yeah, the language and time difference must be difficult. And what yeah. about what about editing stuff? Like, because it's live, I don't even know if you have to edit it, but what are you going to do? Like, how long will it take to edit the 100 and the 100 to kind of add some splash or whatever? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, it's like, so basically, the idea was like, uh, I've been doing Zoom shows too. Like, we, we, we're doing a really good Zoom show. We do a, a Zoom show where it's like a contest, like sort of like we call it the Ugg Zoom House Party. Okay. And basically, it's four comics competing against each other to become the champion of the show and the winners come back next the following week to defend their titles. Oh, cool. Kind of like Jeopardy meets last comic standing. And yeah. then the, also the audience in the room are our judges. So we have nine audience members and judges are the judges. And then they vote for like who comics move forward, who not. Like you vote for the two comics to move to the final round and then they give their final vote to the comic who should win. So who's, and, been, st who's been staying on? Who's been king of the hill for the longest? Oh boy, Osama Siddiqui. <laughs> he's christ he's, he's the he's the big he's the big name in new york city let me tell you him and mark norman are just on every big show maybe matthew broussard is also up there yeah he 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 reigned for six weeks and the cool thing about him was like he ended up being like sort of like a villain like a like a like a, like a, like a wrestling villain where he came in <laughs> cocky and people wanted to take him down people were like messaging me like yo i think i could take down osama sadike <laughs> it's, it's so funny because like it became very like competitive like Episode. I can't wait to post those episodes up. Like episode, like his third, his like third um show or fourth show. It got really. It went to like double overtime. Like one <laughs> where like a couple of them went to overtimes. Like because like people were bringing their A games, and there was like one where he almost lost, but then like someone pointed out that uh you didn't count everyone, all the judges, because uh, -huh. uh yeah, because uh and then like because it was like a three way tie, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so he got that. And then, 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 a, then, a, then a judge split to another guy, and it became another tie. And then we had to go double. <laughs> like, Fuck! I, I can't, I can't believe that you are not playing some part behind the scenes of why don't you switch your vote? This could go to triple overtime. No, I mean, I, I want it to be it's real. Like I want it to be natural and real, and that's what makes yeah. it fun too. And also, we stream it on like Twitch, so people, like audiences outside the Zoom room, can watch it and engage. And then we read the like the comments and stuff. So, 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 I mean, are you giving yourself a spot on all this stuff? 
I'm I'm the host. I basically host and stuff. So and so you're just being funny in between everybody and riffing on things that have already happened or who's about to come up. Yeah, yeah. Me and Harmon Lee and my co-host. Yeah, he he does the sound effects. He does yeah. We we zigzag. It's it's fun. It's a fun show. It's it's only like an hour long. Like unless it goes to overtime. The overtime thing was like an hour and thirty minutes to, to double overtime. Hey, because it got like got ridiculous. You know. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you, can, do, I mean, does the king of the hill, I mean, at some point you got to retire the champ, man, because you don't want Usama to fucking uh, just trash, you know, just win, just win every fucking night. Like, no, no, can you make got, it he harder got, for him? Can you, okay. He got oh, knocked okay. off. Yeah, he so got who do you get knocked off. off by? Oscar Aiden. Okay. And why, and, why, why, why did he get knocked off? Was he starting to get cocky with the B material or what? Oh, uh, I think he was like doing an outside show as well. Uh, so he's doing like that. I mean, he passed the final round, but it was between him and him. And Oscar, but Oscar also brought his A game. Like he, and he was like one of the people, Oscar was one of the people who was like, oh, I could definitely take him down. It's kind of funny because the following week, Oscar lost hard. Like he didn't, I don't think Oscar made it to the, the final round. And the new guy who made it, he's in his own streak now. Will Purpura. He's oh, sure. I, I had him on. He's a funny motherfucker, right? Yeah, he's three in a row. So he's, he's going after Osama Seagase. He's almost four in a row. Like this week coming up, this Wednesday, will be four in a row he's going for. And like, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the thing is, because this lockdown is probably going to happen for the rest of the year, uh, probably November or December, I'm going to do a championships week okay. and then have that. And it'll be really cool to see Osama versus Will Purpura versus like Gabe Pacheco versus like Chrissy Mayer, like and, and all the other like past winners to see like, you know, who become like the ultimate. And I'm, I'm going to try to do some weird fun thing, too. I don't know, like, I don't know, maybe make like a like a like a T-shirt for the year for the winner like the Ugg court Doug champion of the year 20 you know like those stupid like like uh and like um championship shirts in sports oh sure they yeah the minute they win they got the fucking tilted hat with their name on it like like you know is this you know can you take any ideas from matt Marin's comedy fight club um uh, i haven't really uh just that what like have they been doing stuff like that yeah i mean i was you know i was really intrigued by the whole prospect of tournament of champions and things like that but um you know you have your own system of course and so it's cool that you're doing a fucking t-shirt but i mean you can't win because you're the host and so i mean you're just the overlord of everything and and how you know what's the what's the release schedule like you know today is what's saturday so as far as you know what can i expect to see released and where is it going to be released is it going to be ug comedy show on instagram or is it going to be top is it going to be Montekilla, which is Todd Mondesi's uh, personal Instagram account? Uh, you, well, YouTube is like where we post like these uh, the pieces and stuff like, uh -huh. and that's where I, you can see the PN and friends. We recently posted the first episode of like uh, the UG quarantine, the UG Zoom house party, the pilot episode, and we're going to post like subsequent episodes there as well as the hundred comments in hundred minutes when we post that. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe this week we'll post 100 comments 100 minutes it's just that i'm i'm editing so much stuff and so much content that it's like i've been focusing on the pn and friends episode the 20th one because in a weird way it's kind of like a second pilot you know like you know what i mean like it's kind of like a weird second pilot where it's like all right we're going to this new story arc where we're bringing in like supernatural and sci-fi elements because we've been doing that since um the pandemic has like hit we've been sort of like incorporating like pop culture in real life what's going on now and it's almost, it's almost like a second a second season it's like the season second season premiere or something yeah i feel like the season like yeah it's almost like a weird season finale in a okay. weird and i feel like but we're going to post the next episode you know the t episode 21 after like the next month but i feel like season finales are kind of on another like a second pilot 
for you to want to check out the next year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so is that on Montekilla Vision is your YouTube channel where most of this stuff is coming out? Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, you're just, I mean, you're a beast. I think uh, Carlito Hayes was recently on one of your shows. And of course, Will Purpura and just Christiana Jackson and all the funny motherfuckers, Joe Pontillo, that speaks well. I mean, you got, you got good taste, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I just want to, you know, I just want to create like cool, cool shit, cool, funny shit. I mean, this is like, I mean, you get into comedy because you're not seeing the comedy you want to see. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like if someone else was doing all this stuff that I was into, I'd be like, oh, this guy is great. Check it out. You know, you know, but no one's doing this because this is, this is this is my vision this is my unique shit so i just want to put it out there and i want to also like build up the scene i want to fucking i want this you know here's the thing that really pisses me off like the 80s had their big scene the 90s kind of had their big scene but the 2000s not really you know the 2010s not really like there needs to be a big scene where it's like wow these are these this is our yearbook these are the guys that fucking shape shit and shape the future and this is something that's like that you can pass down generation to generation where you're like, oh, this is hilarious shit. Like, like when you watch like Richard Pryor shit from the 70s or like, uh, you know, or Eddie Murphy stuff from the 80s. And you want to go like, wow, this is hilarious shit. This like inseparable that time period. Like coming to America. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, like, and, and I see it coming out of the pandemic, too, like, you know, regardless, like, you know, 2020 pandemic hits, you know, there's going to be some beast some beasts that are emerging from it, just beast mode. And that's of course, Todd Mondesi and, and Ugg Comedy and Montekilla and Montekilla Vision. And what I'd like to see is, you know, some of these champs, you know, be invited onto uh, PN and friends. What do you think? Can I see Will Purpura on there? Yeah, I mean, like uh, when, when it comes to it, I mean, I'm gonna, well, now that we're kind of expanding and stuff, I'm definitely like, that's a cool thing about like working with a bunch of these comedians. You get to know their humor and then you could like kind of cast them in ways that you could like showcase them and make them shine. You know, like I'm all about that. Like, I, that's the cool thing about just like producing comedy shows for, all, for so long. It's easy to like transition to producing like film or like sitcoms or stuff like that. Cause like I've, I've dealt with talent. I know about like the rigmarole of like trying to get everything like done in a small budget or on time. So yeah. it's, it's kind of like a good film school or production school. And now it's like, now, like, here's the thing I have no money, I, I have no budget, I'm poor. I am fucking broke, okay? Yeah. I'm a poor, starving artist, blah, blah, blah. But I use my limited resources to maximum effect. Like, I shoot with my smartphone, but, like, I use my skill to shoot it. We use natural lighting. We use, like, tricks and ways to make awesome content. And then when you watch it together, you're just like, oh, wow, these guys uh, really, they really know what they're doing with nothing. Imagine giving them, like, a budget, you know? Yeah, I love that. And when you know the best talent and the best role for that talent, that's just fucking great. So like whenever a Will Purpura role comes up, you'll be like, yep, this is Will Humor. Let's get him on here as soon as possible. So oh, Todd Modesty, thank you so much. We follow you everywhere. You, Ugg Comedy Show, Montekilla, but also YouTube, the big hub of all your fucking product, Montekilla Vision. So Todd Modesty, thank you so much. Thank you, dude. This is fun. I appreciate it.